welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast, sponsored by Motivate Training and Management. This is a podcast where we talk to drivers and industry experts to help you maximize your performances on and off the track. Let's get started with today's show. and welcome to episode 103 of the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. I am your host, Belinda Risley, and the sheer fact that I can't even get out a number, I feel like this is going to be a long episode. I am the host and the founder of Motivate Training, and today, guys, I am your guest. I am going to be giving a bit of an update around what is happening in the world of sponsorship. Well, a little bit of insight anyway, which we're going to go into more details at the end of the month at our masterclass which will happen on the last Wednesday in October so that date will be Belinda you think you would have had it written down on October 27th in our masterclass um, for sponsorship so every month over in our motorsport sponsorship free Facebook group we have a topic Um, this month's topic is sponsorship last month we had public relations and next month we'll be focusing on media So if you're not already a member of that free Facebook group, please head over to Facebook, either go to our main page at Motivate T and scroll down to groups and look for Motorsport Sponsorship or simply just search for it in the search function. Over in that Motorsport Sponsorship group, um, over the next three or four weeks, I'm going to be um, dropping some free content around about sponsorship, what it is, how to gain it. Um, the different types of sponsorship and some different tips and strategy to get that proposal out. So it's a fantastic um, guide to use if you're not already a member. If you are a member, I hope you do enjoy the group. Feel free to ask questions at any time. There's a lot of other allied health professionals in there as well um, and motorsport industry peeps that can answer some questions if I can't. All right. So team, what is happening in the world of sponsorship during a pandemic? strange times 18 months in for us here in Australia so there have been obviously a lot of small businesses that have closed medium and large businesses that are closed there's definitely been a lot of businesses that um, business direction would have changed but there have been and are a lot of businesses that have thrived during this pandemic so it is about finding those businesses who have um, things people like menu log transport businesses DoorDash, uh, and there's also a lot of online businesses that have thrived as well so trying to gain new sponsorship is going to be about doing your research and kind of allocating at least I reckon two hours every single week if you're serious about trying to gain sponsorship to further your career every week you need to be working on your sponsorship development um just before we start, sorry guys, I just want to go back and um, because it is the beginning of the new month to announce last month's winner for listening and subscribing to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. It was Craig Doherty from Canada uh, and Craig has won a free ticket into the Motorsport Conference that's coming up in November if you're interested or you want to enter the draw, please head over to your preferred platform, whichever you're listening on today, 
to hear this podcast and write a review, um, subscribe to go into that draw. And again, to get a ticket to our upcoming motorsport conference, which is going to be held November 12 to 14. It is virtual. So anyone around the world can attend. If you can't attend on those dates, everything will be recorded and available for purchase after the event. Excuse me. All right. So going back to sponsorship, just thought I'd get that little plug in early on before I forget. I'll tell you what, doing this podcast without a guest is quite difficult and it's not one that I've often done and there's a reason why I can see that. Anyway, so team sponsorship. Uh, we know there's three different types of sponsorship. So there's financial sponsorship, which we all love to have, but we know it's going to be very, very difficult over the next two to five years to get a lot of that. And there's um, financial sponsorship and there's also products. And so the third one would be service products. <laughs> Let's start again. So there's financial, there's product, and there's service-based sponsorship. So ideally, when you're looking for sponsorship team, you need to break down what are you looking for, for not only within a sponsor, but what, what are you asking them for? So you need to really identify, is it money that you're asking them for? And if it is money, exactly what is that money going towards? Are you asking them to pay your entry fee for the Australian Karting Championship? Are you asking them to pay for your accommodation for 10 rounds of the TCR Championships? Make sure that when you are asking for the sponsorship that you've been very specific to your request. Um, those who have followed me for a long time know that I'm not a huge fan of the gold, silver and bronze packages. And there's a lot of reasons, but the main one for why I'm not is that sometimes you can market yourself out of an opportunity uh, and sometimes you could be losing out on an opportunity because you've made your packages way too cheap. So it's always best for me and from what I've researched team is that you, when you're asking for sponsorship, that you're very specific when you're approaching that sponsor, that you know exactly what you're asking them for. So same when it comes to product, um, if you're kind of contacting somebody for fuel, you might be after the fuel for your vehicle to take you to all of these events for 2022. Um, if it's service-based, you might be looking to work with a personal trainer or a sports psychologist. And so you might be wanting to render their services as part of that as sponsorship package, but you need to put a value on that and you need to write down what that expectation of that relationship is. Quick drink, bearing, sorry there, guys. Um, so when you are doing... Um, your sponsorship negotiation, it's really important that it's laid out very clear and very simply what everybody's obligation is. Obviously, we know that one of the benefits we can give our sponsors is social media content. But of course, that takes up a lot of your time to work out what type of content you um, developing the content and you're delivering it on that content. So make sure that you are mindful of the content that you are making and how many pieces of content you are doing for that sponsor. Okay, you don't want to certainly give a sponsor that's paying you $100 the same amount of airtime or the same amount of um, content creation as somebody that's giving you $1,000 or $10,000. So I always um, ask you guys to identify what is your alley time. So what is your worth? How, how long does it take you to develop social media content? How long does it take you to promote your sponsors as well? 
Um, and when I'm saying promote, I'm not just saying social media. We discussed a few weeks ago uh, around public relations and a media strategy that you can be incorporating those sponsors within those media strategies as well. So how often are you writing? How much content are you delivering for the for your sponsors? One of your benefits may be that you provide newsletter updates for their newsletter for their clients. It might be that you're doing them a vlog. Um, so again, you just need to first of all identify what your hourly wage or your worth is and then make sure that when it comes to um, developing the cost factor for your sponsorship proposal that it's it's in there and it obviously doesn't need to be written out in black and black and white but you need to be mindful and to add that content onto your financial ask or onto your product and service ask so i just to recap at the moment is the try and do some research into um, businesses that have been thriving in the pandemic so things like you need to do your research reading the local paper going online reading the age going to the financial reviews um, heading to google and just typing in businesses that have thrived in 2020 or businesses thrived in 2021 uh, and there's going to be a list for you to definitely just to start to work off but really important to make sure they're aligned with your value values so if you haven't taken that time also to sit down and write what's your values, what's important to you, what kind of sponsor are you looking to work with? Because, again, when you're doing that sponsorship proposal, you want to ensure that those values are in there. You want to ensure that the person that you're going to work with potentially shares the same aspirations and the same dreams as what you wanting to achieve and that they are going to help you achieve those goals by coming on board to support them. So values, research, proposals, financial expenses, all these things. But once again, once you've gone through this process and it does seem um, you know, tedious and that there's a long process behind it, and quite often athletes do think it is just a matter of, hey, can you put a proposal? I've got some people I want to send out. There is a lot of work that goes on behind the scene team. But once that hard work is done and developed and on all this initial research is, is established and expenses are done um, and you know what you kind of need to go racing for the, for the next financial year, it certainly becomes a lot easier. And, of course, as the year goes on, you might gain some more sponsors, you might lose some sponsors. And so you need to keep reviewing your sponsorship request all the time and your, sponsor, your sponsorship needs. And that's why I said I highly recommend you allocate a few hours each week to go through and put some time into it again if you're serious about gaining sponsorship and quite often I do get some questions from parents like my child's young I don't know what benefits I can um, offer any sponsors um, but again if you join up to that free Facebook group the motorsport sponsorship group um, we will be going through some benefits and uh, we definitely will be covering off benefits available uh, in a masterclass at the end of the month um, but, you know, again, a lot of the businesses are thinking more so than just a sticker on your cart or just um, their logo on your merchandise. Again, it's about doing that research and finding out what the business wants from that, that sponsorship. Are they looking for brand awareness? Are they looking for lead generation for new sales? Are they looking for um, improved business networks? So, uh, for example, do you have a, a construction builder that is part of your sponsorship team and now all of a sudden you've got a painter that's interested in coming on board. Is there a, um, a possibility for them to, to do some business and some networking and collaborations together? That ideally is what the three key point sponsors are looking to get out of sponsoring somebody. 
you need to know that information before you go to them. Um, definitely to also find out, have they previously sponsored anybody, um, whether it's in sports or academia or uh, something else. Um, you need to identify if they support any charities and does that a charity align with you? Um, is that something that's possibly close to your heart when you think about the benefits, you know, um, if it's a great charity that you could possibly, and I'm just thinking at the top of my head, hence why I'm slowing down in my speech, but you could be potentially offering um, a Hot Wheels, Hot Wheels drive, uh, <laughs> a hot lap blender uh, drive uh, at the end of the year, should your category offer that? And, um, you know, if they're dealing with maybe like Make-A-Wish Foundation, and that could be something that you can assist with. And there's lots of things that you can do to um, show benefits to, to your sponsors, but you need to know who your sponsor is. So research, research. And again, when you're doing this research, the things that you're kind of researching as I've already touched base is, are they currently sponsoring anybody? Um, do they currently um, follow any charities or are they involved in some charities? Normally, a lot of the medium to large businesses will actually have sponsorship written, maybe possibly in their footer of their website, which will say yes or no if they do do sponsorship. And if they do, how do you go about it? And possibly even state what type of sponsorship they do offer. When you're also researching, obviously, the, con the correct contact person um, who you're needing to speak to. So is there somebody, is it the commercial manager? Is it the marketing manager? Um, generally, they are the two main ones in the big organisation or, of course, uh, if there's the sponsorship manager. Um, but if not, you need to find out who is the right person to start that conversation with. And, again, you want to make sure that you touch base with them, that you connect with them. Um, ideally, try and meet with them face-to-face -face before you're actually emailing them some sort of proposal. Ideally, the proposal should be the, the icing on the cake. It's the last snail in the coffin of making everything that you've agreed upon um, in that proposal. And then once that proposal is sent and agreed upon, then you're next sending through that sponsorship agreement. Okay, so be more proactive and you as the athlete giving the sponsor that agreement. And that's what, something where you would specify exactly how many social media posts per month you're going to do. It may state... Um, how many tickets per round you're going to offer. But again, it's making sure that, every, that both key parties are aligned. But really, really importantly, it actually has a date for review. So you don't have to engage in that awful or that, un, that um, yeah, awkward, <laughs> that's the right word, uh, conversation at the end of each year saying, hey, guys, well, that was the end of 2021. Uh, we had a fantastic year. This is our results. Thanks for joining us. Will you be joining us in 2022? So if you have that sponsorship agreement put into place, it will clearly specify that date. Um, and, of course, you know, a month leading up to that date, you'll be trying to book an appointment in a time to have a meeting to go through all of this face-to-face. -face. And ideally, after you've dealt with somebody for one year, you'd be looking to possibly... Um, extend that contract to now possibly being a three-year contract. If not, obviously getting something is better than nothing. So they might be interested in going for another year. Or if you've got your three-year plan at that meeting and they can see how much growth there's going to be, much more opportunity as you progress through the ranks, then it might just be an easy 
um, conversion for them to say, yes, I'm interested, guys. I'm here for the long haul. Sign me up for three years. And then again, you just adjust that agreement. You don't have to worry about a second proposal. You just adjust the agreement. You put a new review date. Again, I'd still um, review that annually uh, with the final proposal being at, uh, sorry, the final review being at the end of that three-year period. Uh, another great thing uh, this time of year that you can be focusing on is getting some testimonials from your current sponsors. So um, as most people know who've dealt with me that I'm very big on that motorsport is a business. So again, people buy from business and they people want to know what it's like to be doing business with you. What kind of um, sponsoring have you been like? What kind of service did you provide? Did you come through to all of those expectations that were set out? Um, so try and get a few testimonials, ideally video, if not written testimonials. Um, there's, I've even got a testimonial template that you can access if you're interested that you can send to your current sponsors or obviously have a discussion with them and give them a heads up, what's it all about, and then start to use that through your social media content, through your press release, onto your website, into your newsletter, and start to build up all of those great stories of what it is to actually work with you so that when potential sponsors are researching you, they can see, hey, um, you know, I'm just trying to find a business name here. I've got Kit Kat sitting in front of me, but here we go. Um, you know, that Nestle um, was a previous sponsor and um, this is what the commercial manager said about working with me over the last 12 months. Okay, obviously um, we're wanting them to be a positive testimony. Of course, if there is any negativity, um, you like, would want to address that uh, to make sure that it doesn't happen again going forward. We know that last 18 months has been really hard with racing, so there could be a lot of disgruntled sponsors out there, especially if you're going to ask, hey, guys, look, I know business has been bad, but we're looking to go racing in 2022. Do you have anything? So, you, so your approach to how we go racing in 2022 and gaining sponsorship is going to have to be a lot nicer. It will have to be a lot more structured, definitely a lot more personalised, so making sure that you are finding that right person, making sure if where possible that you can meet with them face to face, um, making sure that when you have or when you make that first point of contact, it's not like, hi, I'm a 12 year old driver and I want you to sponsor me. All right. At the end of the day, sponsorship is all about what can you do for the sponsor? It's all about them. Quite often I get lots of proposals sent through for review and the whole proposal is all about the driver, all about the athlete and their team. It's fantastic to showcase parts of that, but at the end of the day, the proposal should be about the business. What's in it for them? What are they going to get out of signing with you? What are they, what the benefits are they going to get? How are you going to help them get new leads? How are we going to help them network their business? How are you going to get them more sales? And that's the kind of content that needs to go into the sponsorship proposals. Um, again, we'll be going through a lot of this over um, the next couple of weeks in that free Facebook group. Uh, and of course, coming in the masterclass at the end of the month on October 27th. The link to register for that masterclass will be in today's show notes, as well as the link to join that sponsorship group. And the last thing that you can focus on now, team, between now and the end of the year, is regardless if you did or didn't go racing, is definitely some sort of a thank you gift or an event for your sponsors. This is a perfect opportunity to try and get them all together um, at one event. As I said, um, it could be an indoor go-karting event. It could be golf. It could be just drinks. 
um, or a dinner somewhere. It could be a picnic. Uh, it could be a, a family cricket match for all of them to come. And again, it's going to be based on the type of sponsors that you have and the type of relationships that you have with the sponsors. Of course, this is going to be a bit of an investment for yourself. But remember, these people have invested in you and this is your way to say thank you. And again, I'm looking forward to working with you in 2022. But a little hint, team, is that it's always good during that event if you ask them to bring one or two of their fellow business people who may also be interested in sponsoring you. Uh, again, not in those, those, those words directly, but, you know, encouraging them to bring um, people along who may share the same interests as you, uh, as you as in that business owner. Um, and therefore, on that day of the event, uh, get those testimonials up and talking about you. Get them in front of the microphone um, saying, you know, it's been great working with Motivate Training this year because of X, Y, Z. They have done this for my business and done that. And again, it doesn't need to be long. It could be 30 seconds about them raving how fantastic and wonderful you are. And that they should all come on board and work with you. And that if you they're interested, you know, make sure you might have um, some sort of um, printed documentation available on the day. And again, you might only take five, you might take 50, or you might certainly have a media kit um, already developed, um, ready to, to email them out at the end of the event. But utilize that event to A, say thank you to your current sponsors, and B, ask them to invite a few of their um, business, family and friends to attend that you think may be able to support you also in 2022. Um, make sure you've got a little gift for those sponsors. It can be something simple as um, a, a calendar, it can be a, a photo frame but again think outside the square um, think about what type of client they are think about their business it might be something quirky um, and then lock those in for 2023 and now is the time as I said I'm very passionate that throughout the whole year you should continue to be gaining sponsorship not just at the beginning or at towards um, financial year you know, every month you should be working on getting new sponsors. Every week you should be working on researching businesses. Uh, the researcher the behind the scenes of getting that actual meeting with somebody does take a long period of time. So you certainly just can't start scrambling, um, to, you know, October, November, December and every year to try and get new sponsors, especially if your um, aspirations have changed for the next year and you're deciding to jump up a category and maybe the costs are now gone up an extra 50, 100, $200,000. So it's a lot of money that you've got to try and get in a short period of time. Of course, um, here at Motivate Training and Management, we can assist you uh, not so much for gaining sponsorship, but certainly throughout doing the whole process that I've been briefly discussing today. So um, I'll put the details for getting in contact with us. If you do have any questions, of course, I'm always happy to answer anything for you. If you want to send through your proposal, please do so. Uh, and I'm happy to um, do that, have a free proposal review and, and send you an audit and, and a bit of advice. Well, guys, I hope you've got a few tips and tricks uh, for some sponsorship today. Again, I'm sorry that it's just me and my voice. And if I went off tangents a few times, but clearly I don't normally do these one-on-one -on -one <laughs> podcasts by myself. And there is a reason for that. Anyway, guys, um, if you go over onto the show notes. Um, I have put together a little free workbook for you that you can um, download 
um, around about getting started in motorsport sponsorship. So head over to the show notes um, and there will be um, an, an ebook that you can download. It's free of charge just about getting started with sponsorship and some more details. Uh, and of course, those links to the Facebook group, my email address, and some more information about our upcoming motorsport conference. Have a fantastic week, guys. Um, please stay safe. And uh, we'll be back next week with another wonderful guest. Well, thanks everyone for listening to this week's show. I really hope you enjoyed that one as much as I did. Now, remember all the show notes with the links and the specials mentioned in today's show are available over at motivatetraining.com.au. If you haven't already, I'd really appreciate if you could head to iTunes or Stitcher, type in Motorsport Coaching, subscribe and leave us a review. Each week, I'll read them out and you'll go into monthly draw to win a fantastic prize. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at motivatetraining.com.au or head over to our Facebook page at Motivate to Team. Until next time, take care.